When the days for Jesus being taken up were fulfilled, he resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On the way, they entered a Samaritan village to prepare for this re- his reception there, but they would not welcome him, because the destination of his journey was Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? Jesus turned and rebuked them, and they journeyed to another village. As they were proceeding on their journey, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered him, Foxes have dens, and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to rest his head. And to another he said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. But he answered him, Let the dead bury their dead. But you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first let me say farewell to my family and home. To him Jesus said, No one who sets his hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Many of our favorite stories as human beings are journeys. Depending on the movie, it's usually the journey of one character from one place to another to achieve their quest. It's all over the place, always. doesn't matter if it was an ancient tale of the Odyssey. doesn't matter if you come all the way down to the Marvel Universe. It's always about a journey, about going from one place to another. And we see in today's Gospel that it says that Jesus, when Jesus' days for being taken up were fulfilled, he resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem. In the Gospel of Luke, there is this constant in the prime narrative throughout is the journey from Galilee to Jerusalem. It is what drives the entire story all the way to Calvary and the resurrection. And for us too, this is obviously the case. Our lives are a journey. Our lives are faith in our process of working out our salvation is a journey. It is not some sort of destination we arrive at one day and for the rest of our life we just stay there. It's not the way that it works. And you've probably heard me repeat this many times, but it's because, well, we need to be reminded many, many times that where we are is not where we are meant to stay. Not in the sense that you're meant to move from house to house day after day or year after year. But in your journey of faith, in your walk with the Lord, there's always new ground to tread. Whenever it comes to our journey with Jesus Christ, it is always something new that he reveals to us. Heck, I even know in my prayer on Friday, the Lord just like opened up a whole new thing to me. I was like, oh gosh, not really ready to go there yet, but there it is. And the Lord will do this for us again and again. And it is a good thing. Why? It is a good thing because ultimately it reveals ourselves to us and allows us to see that despite, even if it is, as it was my case this past week, something of darkness or something about ourselves that isn't quite right or a little off, that he still loves us, that he still wants to bring us out of that, and that he wants to bring us forward 
and to new life with him. That he wants to aid us in removing the obstacle that lies in our way. Removing the fault. And actually in many ways even helping us to see that the difficulties we experience is that we experience our gifts. Saint Jose Maria quoted once something along the effects of, are you experiencing suffering? Good. Allow yourself to be cut, because it is only a diamond that is cut. Useless pebbles are not treated in such ways. His point being that God is working something out in us, that each of us is meant for something great and wonderful. Your sainthood is meant to be uniquely yours, cut and fasted like a precious diamond that is like no other. That is what he wants to do in your life. And everything is always a process, even on this weekend, as, you know, with great joy and ex exaltation. On Friday, with the Dobbs decision, Roe versus Wade was overturned. That was a journey of 50 years. A journey of many pro-life workers doing many, many things in order to get to that point. That there was, obviously, the right march for life. There was obviously those fighting to overturn and pass legislation. There's obviously those who were arguing cases in court to overturn this. But then even still, in many ways, the most fundamental backbone of the pro-life movement were those like at the Elizabeth New Wife Center. Normal people volunteering their time to donate diapers, sort them out, sit with mothers who are scared about their situation, their unexpected pregnancy. Those are really the heroes of all of it, the backbone that makes it possible for us to do away with abortion. Not because it's just simply meant to be blotted out in law, but because we have the means through our own generosity that Christ inspires in us to provide for the needs of mothers who are in need. And I think that's where it comes. It's not over. Just like our journey in life, while the Dobbs decision is a landmark, it's not the end. We're meant to continue moving forward. There are still state laws that need to be overturned. Because now with that decision, it doesn't mean that abortion's illegal across the land. It now simply means that it falls to state to state. And we now have that ability, which is a good thing. But it also means that the work remains ahead. And it also means that we have to continue to provide for crisis pregnancy centers, to provide for their needs so that they can continue to provide those much needed support emotionally and materially and spiritually for those mothers who find themselves in difficult situations and even beyond the pregnancy itself and to helping them to raise their children. It is important for us to remember this, that as we journey forward, that is always the case. It's the case of the pro-life movement. It's the case for you. God loves you where you are, but he loves you too much to leave you there. Keep moving forward. And even as we make this journey in the beacons of light, it's scary, I know. I'm now taking on the job of Free Pastors Effective Friday. It's not going to be easy. Holy Angels has never experienced this before. It's not going to be easy. But it is an opportunity for us to be cut in the hands of a loving God who wants to make us 
holy angels, our family parishes, into a precious gem, a precious stone, for the world to be drawn to, for those in Shelby County to receive healing and peace from. That is what ultimately this is all for. And so it is not for us to despair, to condemn or complain, but instead it is for us, like our Lord, to resolutely determine our journey, our journey which is heaven, which we continue to move toward day by day. He desires for each one of us to become saints in our own unique way. Saint, answer your name. That is what each of us is striving to be. And so in doing so, let's remember that the journey continues, but also that we do not journey alone. We journey with our Lord, Our Lady, the saints, and also, of course, with one another.